0: Hello, and welcome to Breakthrough with Brit. I am your host, Brittany Wekauser, and we have a fun and compact show for you today. I'm very excited as this show is to provide our listeners ways to lift you up through real life stories and testimonials from people who are overcomers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Breakthrough with Brit podcast, where together we break through it all. Breakthrough it all. Keep your hopes high and volume up. You're listening to Brit. This episode is titled Navigating Through Turbulent Times, and as the world learns how to maneuver through the disruptive effects of COVID, business owners and leaders have a lot of pressure and responsibility to find solutions amidst the uncertainty. Today we'll be hearing from Evan Samet, the Vice President of Sales, Purchasing, and Marketing of an entertainment company in Washington, D.C., and how he's learning to navigate through this season of great loss and transition. Stay tuned as our guest, Evan, will be stopping by for a quick chat, so stick around. Keep your hopes high and volume up. You're listening to BRIT. Hey, really quick before we get started on our 13th episode, I'd like to take a minute to read a review from one of our regular listeners. This review comes from Laura Ditch in Augusta, Missouri. She writes, love, love, love listening to Breakthrough with Brit. So many inspiring people and love listening to their journeys. Hey, Laura, I appreciate you listening to this podcast, as I know there are so many wonderful shows to choose from. I, too, learn a lot of great advice and insights from our guests' journeys. Thank you, Laura, for taking a minute to write in um, and doing a review for the show. And for those who are listening, I welcome you to rate this podcast on what we're doing here on Breakthrough with Brit. I do read all the reviews as well, and every rating truly does help grow the exposure of this show. Now, let's get started with today's episode episode, Navigating Through Turbulent Times. You're listening to Britt. Today, we're here with VP of Sales, Purchasing, and Marketing, Evan Samet. Welcome, Evan, to Breakthrough with Britt.
1: Thanks, Britt. Thanks for having me. I've been uh, looking forward to doing this for a while, so I'm happy we are finding the time to speak.
0: Ever since the pandemic has started, you've had to take a step back before moving forward in your professional career. So before we get started with our conversation, first get us up to speed on who you are, your background, and the industry you work in.
1: So my name is Evan Samet. I'm 27 years old and I live in Arlington, Virginia, right outside Washington, D.C. And my background is I'm an entrepreneur by heart. I started my first business when I was 15 giving tennis lessons uh, throughout my town uh, because I love to play tennis. And I followed that up with what has been my career. Now I started a business in my college dorm room when I was 19 selling VIP experiences and ticketing to different concerts and live events uh, throughout the country. I started that business when I was 19 years old. I got a lot of success initially off the bat. Which made me want to keep going. And then I got very complacent in the business and ended up, you know, having to restart over and take a lot and really learned a lot early on and took some of my initial, you know, failures and, you know, helped reinvent the business. And in 2018, uh, after being in that business for, you know, around five years, uh, I was very, very fortunate enough and was able to sell it to. Uh, another company that was in the industry and then you know through a mutual connection i met uh these two guys who were starting a small business in the same scope of industry that i was in and you know i partnered with them and have been with them since the middle of 2018 and have helped you know grow the business uh by around five times the amount of employees. So there it is.
0: And so Evan, you've graduated from college just about five years ago, and you've already seen so much success in founding a company of your own, and then turning around and selling that company to a larger organization. So how does one pivot from being the founder and CEO of your own business to jumping into a new momentum within the same industry without starting over from the bottom?
1: You know, it's a very, very difficult question. And it's a very very good question because I remember when I sold the business, you know, here I am at 25 years old, and my previous five six years had been planned out. So you start to you know think in your head, do you want to start up another business, do you want to try to go and work within the same business, you know, what exactly do you want to do? So I explored a variety of different options, and for where I was with my age and my career, I decided I was still very interested. Been staying in this industry. It's the full work experience I had in my career. It's where I thought I was strongest suited. And it was where, you know, to be frank, I had the most passion to do it. So through a mutual connection, uh, at a very large and powerful organization in this industry, I got connected with the CEO and founders of Key Investment Group and them being so geographically close to where I'm living in arlington virginia it just seemed to make sense and they were a startup and i always wanted to and still do want to work with you know startups and small companies because i feel like there's more room for growth and you can really make a difference so you know it just kind of fell into place and you know since then we've just been running at full speed
0: Evan, I appreciate you sharing that with us, and I think it's remarkable how you've been able to adapt with the ever-changing market, and in fact... Our listeners are located in the Midwest, and you have a huge success story in regards to the Blues hockey team located in St. Louis with your business. And I would love for you just to kind of share with us what your venture was here, in specifically in St. Louis, and how you saw an underdog investment opportunity become a huge success. Yes,
1: yeah, you know it's very random. I know when we were just you know talking before we started recording, you know we we're talking about the Blues, and you know and uh St. Louis sports. So, you know, in, in our industry and in every industry, you know, a lot of people think they could do your job and, you know, think it's very easy. You just, you know, invest in the most, you know, successful sports, successful concerts. Well, that's kind of what everyone's doing. So, you know, at our company, we try to take, you know, calculated risk. And the way we worked for sports is, you know, we looked at, uh, the blues, you know, around two years ago and we thought they were very, very talented and, They just got a new coach. And we just thought that at that time they were underperforming. And, you know, when we looked to invest in them in January, they were actually in, you know, last place in the conference. And their attendance was very, very low. But we knew that they had loyal fans. And we knew it's a very, very loyal sports town with them and the Cardinals. So, you know, with, with very many open seats for us to choose from, we decided to take a very large position and buy a lot of single game tickets for them knowing that if they were able to sneak into the playoffs you know we have a lot more upside in the playoffs well the blues you know we expected them to do good they blew past our expectations and ended up you know going and winning the stanley cup so you know that was an unbelievably quick turnaround for us and you know we were able to you know, buy their tickets at the cheapest price because they were in last place and demand, you know, wasn't wasn't that high. And it turned out and was our most profitable, you know, sports investment, you know, there ever was for us. And, you know, what we learned from that is, you know, you have to trust your gut in business. You have to trust your gut in investing. And if you believe something and believe it will pan out, you know, everything will just take time. And then the second thing, you know, we learned is in business, when everyone is zigging, you have to zag. So, you know, when everyone's piling on the most popular teams, then the supply is too high for us to really see a huge income. So we decided to kind of, you know, fade and, you know, not buy as many of the most popular teams and be able to, you know, buy tickets for a team that have less demand and then end up paying off, you know, with a eight to nine times return for us.
0: That's incredible, Evan. And I think it's remarkable how you saw an opportunity and you went for it. And I like how you mentioned zig and zag because, honestly, you don't ever want to be like everyone else. And I think you're doing a wonderful job um, within the industry you're working in. And one goal I want our listeners to walk away from during our time together is that they are not alone in navigating through these dark and quite, frankly, uncertain times with COVID. What are a few examples of setbacks that you've experienced face-to-face since March of 2020?
1: Well, I mean, you know, since March of 2020, our industry, live entertainment, has been hit, I would say, right on par with the airlines and hotels, you know, even in in my mind, worse than restaurants, because at least, you know, restaurants have been able to move to, to take out. You know, there are no takeout live entertainment sports. It's either you can go and the concerts and live sporting events are happening or they're not. You know, now they're starting to come back with, you know, very, very limited capacity, which, you know, has helped us in a degree because the supply for ticketing is is down. So, you know, some stadiums where, you know, they are able to sit, you know, 80,000 people are now only sitting you know 7,500 because of the social distancing. So, the supply has been up, has been down for us, so you know that's kind of helped the demand go up a little bit. But the hardest thing that you know we realized is we never had an alternative avenue in our business, and I think that's something where because we are moving so quickly, you know we never you know really sat back and thought about you know what's other ways that we can make money. A key investment group we're experts in sports we we're, ex- we're experts in music and you know we never really thought of a way to monetize the business in another way you know like sporting cards or memorabilia or you know virtual meet and greets with different performers you know so now we've the hardest part we've had to do is you know try to reinvent our business you know in kind of warp speed with odds that are against us so you know we're now trying to work as hard to, you know, ramp up this part of the business. And then when our, you know, primary business comes back, uh, you know, try to be able to run both of them at the same time, you know, just in case there is another shutdown that lasts longer than expected.
0: I know a lot of people have experienced setbacks, whether it's being laid off, pay cuts, personal furloughs. Or even the industry completely dissolving. And I appreciate your transparency, Evan, because that's a lot of tough stuff to go through all at once. And on the flip side, though, um, we're all trying to find that breakthrough moment How have you been able to keep the battlefield of your mind from running wild and your emotional stamina strong through all of this uncertainty?
1: The one thing I've realized is you just have to stick with what you know. You know, don't try to make it all back in one move because then you can end up losing it all. And, you know, you see a lot with sports bettors and investors who, you know, they'll go down a little bit. And they'll try to double down or triple down and try to make everything back in one move. We know for for our industry, the business today is not what it was in February or the very, very beginning of March before COVID started. And, you know, I think the hardest thing for us to do, you know, was accept that. And our breakthrough moment was accepting that our business was not going to be what it was. But how are we going to position ourselves for when things come back? Not only to get back to where we were, but to become leaner and to become stronger and to run on higher margin and just to become more efficient. And I think if you could, you know, use this time to retool a little bit, you know, kind of analyze, you know, your business or your whatever career you're in, you know, you might not see the results today. You might not see the results in a month. You might not even see the results in a quarter, but in the long run, you know, if you start to become leaner and stronger, then, you know, hopefully down the line, you'll see those results. And I know for our company, we are better equipped right now for when things come back than we ever were. So we know when things start coming back to full speed and, you know, things in, and for our business are moving in the right direction uh, with, you know, two vaccines of over 90% efficiency. You know, things. it's only a matter of time for us and we're ready to go. So we used our downtime to, you know, really make sure that we're going to be running in the leanest and most efficient way.
0: Okay, you've experienced incredible heights in such a short amount of time, Evan, and I just admire how you've been able to rethink your business to so you can fire on all cylinders. What advice would you give to recent graduates and young professionals who are still trying to recover from an unresponsive economy?
1: Advice. The one piece of advice I had to give to to college graduates or you know, people who are one year out of college or maybe they're a sophomore, junior you know, in college kind of debating what their next move would be, you know, would be to try to start a business right now. You know, you're at home, you know, your career is not on the line. And if you start something and take a risk right now, there's so much you can learn that I'm not sure you can find in a textbook or online. You know, number one, you can make a bunch of connections and, you know, hopefully an industry that you want to be a part of. The second thing is you could start a successful business. You could be the one looking to hire people. And number three, even if your business doesn't become successful, you can pitch yourself to say, you know what? When you're, when you graduate college, well, everyone coming out has no work experience. You can show people that you have two or three years work experience because of what you developed in, in college and You know if you start a company and you try to make connections you know if you stay truthful and loyal to your connections your connections might hire you or point you in a right position or connect you with someone else who can then help you start your career easier this is really the prime time And there's nothing holding you back.
0: Great advice, Evan. And as we wrap up our time together, I always ask our guests the same final question. So, Evan, if you had to tell your younger self breakthrough advice, what would that advice be?
1: I would tell my younger self not to take everything for granted. You know, I know when I first started my business, I actually had hot initial success right away. I think more than most entrepreneurs plan. And even, you know, even at this business, even at King Investment Group more than I planned. And I started taking everything for granted and I almost lost the business because instead of putting in the same work I was before, I was just trying to skate by. So, you know, never take anything for granted, even when your business is having its best week or best month or best quarter ever, you know, keep striving and keep making yourself better. Because if there's one thing that COVID has taught us, in one week it can all disappear so keep pushing keep striving to be better keep learning and keep finding ways that your business can grow and reach new heights and become as i stated earlier become more efficient
0: i'm inspired by you evan on your resiliency and enthusiasm about navigating through these turbulent times I am confident, um, based on what you've shared with us today, that you have the right mindsets. Thank you so much for being transparent on today's Breakthrough Bread episode and for being with us today.
1: Thanks for having me. And for everyone listening, I hope you've learned a lot. Thank you, Evan. Thank you.
0: Well, that's all for today's episode on Breakthrough with Brit. Thank you for listening and special thanks to Evan Samet for joining me today and for allowing us to see the behind the scenes on what navigating through the emotional ups and downs the year 2020 has brought. Breakthrough can be experienced in all forms of clarity and progress, and it takes people like Evan to encourage us that hard work and preparation will enable you to withstand anything. You're listening to Brit. If you're not yet a subscriber to this podcast, please subscribe now. You can help us increase our exposure by giving us an honest rating and review. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to share this episode with others. If you want to share your story, visit us online at breakthroughwithbrit.com. Thank you for tuning in today on Breakthrough with Brit.